on another episode of Soothing Semantics. I am your host, Rafi Pinsky. Make sure to subscribe, smash the like button, leave your comments, and make sure to check out my Instagram at Rafi the Realtor for all of your real estate needs, whether that is buying, selling, renting, or investing. I rolled out a weekly email not long ago, very informative, took me quite some time to put it together. So please make sure to sign up for that. So this way, even if you're looking to buy, buy or sell something in 10 years, you'll have all the necessary information at your disposal. Without further ado, we have part two, the second episode together with uh, the jeweler man himself, Ari Rafoon. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me back. I know it's a rare occurrence that you guys got repeating guests. You know, you're really busy, so I appreciate it. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. So Ari is the CEO, the owner of Arie & Co. Custom Jewelry. He makes all different kinds of beautiful pieces. God willing, I'm going to buy a piece from him as well in the near future. Um, and he had the good fortune of working with some very interesting people, man. So for people who haven't watched your first episode, make sure to watch the first episode I did with him. Uh, just scroll through and you'll find it. I'm happy to, to send it to you guys if you're too lazy to look through it. Uh, give us a little bit of an idea for the viewers who haven't seen the first video of what you're all about. And then we'll go into the the really cool people you've done some custom jewelry for. Definitely. So in the first video, we I kind of touched on our background. Um, we do a lot of custom design, diamond jewelry, high ends, you know, precious metal, um, precious gemstone jewelry. Uh, we I built the company and started the company in 2018 and have just been building the brand ever since. Um, most of what we do is custom design, but we also make engagement rings, bridal pieces, things like that. So we kind of just, and we offer finished pieces as well, designer, um, some classic staples. Um, and yeah, so we're just constantly growing our client base, offering a VIP luxury feel experience where each client gets, you know, their own personal attention from our design team. and. We try to just constantly improve that experience for them and create beautiful pieces that they can enjoy for years and generations to come. So yeah. that's what we're up to. That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, and also, guys, make sure to check out his uh, Instagram page, Arie, at Arie & Co. And this way you can see all the wonderful uh, pieces that he's put together. And if you need anything custom, just reach out to him. I'm going to link uh, all the information in the description so everyone can find it with ease. So you, we were mentioning off the pod that you uh, did a, a ring recently for Sammy the Bull, Sammy Gravano, who was a big-time uh, mobster. Uh, I initially saw him on on Patrick but David, as you were mentioning. So this is that guy's got a wild story. He was a very, very big-time uh, gangster back in the day. And you recently – you already did the piece, or you're still working on it? Yeah, so we finished the piece a couple of months ago, actually, but it took about a month. We had a back and forth, you know – tried to figure out exactly what it was he wanted we we made something custom so yeah it took about a month to finish we, we finished it a couple of months back and it came out yeah really cool what does something like that cost if you don't mind me asking retail if we made it it, it was around three four thousand for the ring um you know we took care of him he was definitely he has a really cool backstory he's well known he was john Gotti's right hand man um so I just, you know, it was just a cool type of partnership to have, 
you know, even though he's a little bit older now, it was definitely a cool experience. So we took care of him on it and yeah, it came out awesome. Uh, it's super cool, dude. Did he, did he, um, uh, just, uh, well, give us an idea. How did, how did you guys connect? How did that whole thing happen? So this was one of the, uh, partnerships that I personally just wanted to kind of make happen. So I had heard, I had seen the Patrick, but David mafia States of America documentary that he was a big part of. Um, then I started kind of listening to his podcast and he just talks about, you know, the mafia being John Gotti's right hand man, like his being such a huge figure at that time, you know, in New York city, I found it really interesting. So I reached out to him on Instagram, actually told him, you know, it would be cool to maybe work on a piece together, something meaningful, something that has history behind it. Um, so yeah. And then I spoke to his assistant we all got in touch. We started going back and forth about designing and we eventually made it happen. Uh, so he just, he responded to you personally in the DM or was it an assistant? It was. So it's hard to know always whether it's someone running it because they kind of talk like him. So there were times where he res it seemed like he was responding directly, you know, like, thanks, bro. Let's make it happen. That type of thing. Right. Um, but so I kind of, so I think I spoke to him a little bit and then his assistant was the one that was coordinating. She, she would send videos and pictures, you know, talk of them talking about what they wanted. And then I kind of coordinated with her to, to deliver it. That's so cool, dude. Yeah. Did he, but he did, did he advertise on his page? He, yeah, he shared some, some videos of it. He put it on his story. Um, yeah, it was pretty surreal, honestly, because That's a lot amazing. of the, a lot of the people we work with now are just, uh, we work with musicians, rappers, celebrities like that. But I mean, he's just, it's so unique, you know, and he's a mobster and jewelry, you know, to make a pinky ring for him. It's pretty cool. Something it is. It is. Yeah. yeah. That's very fitting. You just, you just, yeah, he, yeah that's great. Yeah. More. That's cool. Having mobsters for sure is a great way to promote jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, it comes with the territory kind of, you know, you're doing one hand, you're doing it for a mobster. Um, on the other hand, he's just, I mean, at that time they were, these guys were like the celebrities, you know, in New York city, obviously they were, I guess you can say criminals, but they were so well known. Like they had such an impact on New York City, on Manhattan. Um, so they're kind of part of the history, you know. It's just how it is, man. Like yeah. we we shouldn't glorify we shouldn't glorify mobsters, but we do. It is what it is. Exactly. Yeah. I, I wish we I wish we could say we don't, but it's just always going to be that way, man. All these movies and and the the way they dress, the way they are, it's just there's an appeal to it. So you know, you 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 take that component use it to your benefit can't really blame you it's pretty cool yeah yeah i wouldn't yeah. i would have sam sammy the bull on my podcast that would yeah. be cool yeah, yeah i mean i know you did the, the value attainment you had um adam adam on right never know maybe you could link you guys up yeah i should ask him I should ask good, him. he's a good storyteller you know that's what kind of draws you in the, the way these guys talk about their life and Everything they, the way they talk, it's like you just feel like you're in a movie every time they tell you something. So, right, you guys, will, yeah, you'll have a great episode, definitely. She, she, uh, Rafi, when I was your age, <laughs> I wasn't really doing podcasts. You know what I'm saying? We were yeah, a little exactly. bit busy with something else. We weren't exactly talking to people so much. Yeah, I know. Now they're all over YouTube. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Then there's uh, the other guy, Michael Franzis. Yeah, yeah, if I'm pronouncing his name correctly.
Yeah. So uh, yeah, man. So really, a lot of a lot of interesting jewelry. What what has happened since I talked to you until now? As far as growing the company, what are certain things, certain jewelry pieces you've rolled out? How have you expanded the business? It seems like you work with a lot bigger people now. So what are some things that you've done? Yeah, so that's one aspect of it where we made a couple of pieces. We started getting recognition from, I guess you can say, A and B list celebrities, people like that who have reached out directly. Can you, share, can you share a few of them? And also let us know yeah. like how you've gotten in touch with some of these people. So we did a we did a couple pieces for Diddy and the Revolt TV team, which is one of his companies, one of the media outlets that he owns. Um, so we made we did a project. We made four custom diamond iced out Revolt pendants um, that he gave to some of the talent, you know, some of the leading talent at the company as gifts. Um, we posted that we had other, we've had other, you know, musicians, rappers, guys kind of reach out to us. Uh, we just recently finished a piece with Benny, the butcher. He's pretty, he, you know, he signed to rock nation, I believe. And he's a pretty, he's, he's up and coming, but he's worked on songs with everyone. J Cole, Will Wayne, DJ Khaled, you know, he's a big feature type of guy and he has some of his own, you know, hits as well. Um, so yeah, a lot of it is just a lot of it is us reaching out to people that we feel like um, could kind of represent the brand well. We have a couple of different sides to our brand. You know, we do work with a lot of young couples and people that just want you know nice custom pieces. But we we have a client base that's interested in seeing us work with you know hip hop more like pop culture type figures. So. A lot of it's just reaching out to them directly on Instagram and sometimes they'll find us and, and, you know, hit us up and try to make something happen. Oh, that's great. Yeah. It's, <clears throat> pardon me. It's, it's amazing how I'm sure in the, when you initially started this, you probably weren't expecting to get in touch with people like this. And now once you do it, it starts to become somewhat normal, right? Uh, yeah, least. yeah, definitely. It's kind of like you're just talking to anyone else. You know, they'll shoot you a FaceTime, call you, message on Instagram, like, nice job, bro. Like, it just, you realize they're just regular people, too. I mean, they obviously, it is surreal in the beginning. Guys like Diddy, even Sammy the Bull, you know, it's, they kind of just have this aura because of how we've viewed them before, you know, growing up and stuff. But, yeah, it, it's part of our business. We we do it once in a while, you know, when we feel like someone is the right match and it makes sense for the brand, we'll do it. And it's it's definitely cool every time, you know. Mm -hmm. It's pretty, yeah, it's a pretty amazing thing, dude. Yeah, it's great. For, it's great. Yeah, even with the podcast, like now I I have I've had some pretty big people on, and at this point, it's like, of course, if I can have some massive, massive A list celebrity, there would be that that surreal feeling, but I would still talk to them like I'm a completely normal person, you know? Like if I had Will Smith, I would I would let him smack me across the face because like, that stuff, no, I'm, I'm joking. No, you, you got it, exactly. You got to cater to each individual uh, personality. So if that's what you need him to do, you got to take one. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Will, give me your best yeah. shot. Exactly. Yeah. I told, by the way, I, I totally would though. If I actually had him on the pod, I would, that would be one of the first things. It'd be like, how, how hard do you really hit, dude? Yeah, exactly. He, Bro, I feel everyone's bad. wondering. <laughs> He's got so much smoke. 
Uh, man, do you think yeah. I could take it? Do you think I could take it like uh like Chris Rock, or do you think it would hurt me less or more? Hey, I don't know. You were in the army. You you may be able to take it better. I mean, he, I, he, I, he I would. I think I could. I think I would take it better than Chris Rock did. He he was pretty good about it, you know, given the circumstances. He, but yeah, <laughs> and that was a crazy moment. That was. Right. I thought it was. I totally thought it was acting, bro. And still, part of me still does think. Yeah, still thinks you, so, but you never really know. I also. I, a lot of people something. weren't sure. A lot of people weren't sure. Yeah, man. So, really awesome stuff. What do you? What what I'm wondering for for other jewelers, right? Because there's there's a couple of big names. There's Avian Co, who also does a lot of watches. I mean, a lot of the time, jewelry and watches go hand in hand. Um, you can, you know. Then you have uh, what's his name? That guy um, Moses the jeweler. What's his what's his company called? You know who I'm talking about. He's, he's, he's then I've seen these guys. Yeah, there are, everyone's on Instagram. So you yeah, can... there's a couple of them that stand out. There's, uh, there's another who are the Bukharian ones. Um, I forgot what they're called. Anyway, there's a couple of a couple of these big names. Most of yeah. them are most of them are part of the tribe. All the big ones. What do you think is really the key in in getting known? Is it really just a combination of personality? quality of of material and and getting celebrities what do you think are because that's what seems to be what it is right so it's interesting because there aren't that many um really different angles that people have taken you know it's such an old industry mm -hmm. and i think the celebrity thing has always been one strategy you know get high end high a-list celebrities wearing your jewelry at high end events and you know other people will want to join and, and work with you too so that's part of it for me i'm i don't have fam i never had fa i mentioned this on the first episode i don't have family in the business um i've built it completely off of my relationships with customers literally one-on-one -on -one relationships and for a long time i've known them all personally so for me obviously we do the we, we try to do marketing we do some of the partnership strategy but it's really just building relationships one at a time at this point but also going to events at the end of the day it's really a it's based on trust so that's what we've built the brand off of the quality of the work is that obviously it's there and it's always been a priority for us uh, but the main focus is really maintaining the relationships building them and constantly improving the the experience so that when you buy a piece from us you enjoy it and you don't even think twice to come back to us you know the content is one thing um but we're really referral based so it, that's what it comes down to more just having that personal touch you know gaining trust with clients and and building relationships where they want to send their whole family to you you know without even thinking twice um but yeah there's there's definitely jewelers that kind of put themselves out there more as as a public figure or celebrity kind of figure on social media um but we're kind of a hybrid in that way where i don't personally like taking all the attention but we'll we'll work with people that we find are cool and and we'll try to you know make good content for for the people watching so it's a it's little bit of a reserved approach but it works thank god awesome and god willing I'll, I'll be able to help that even more hopefully and in terms of you know my big guess 
You're you're the dude. You're the only jeweler that I know on a personal level. So uh, you you got in it's you got in, you got in early, my guy. Hmm. I yeah. know. And you, you talk to a lot of people. Look, there there are definitely a lot of jewelers out there, but there's only one me, one you. I know it sounds cliche, but it's true. And with something like this, you know, you're you're dealing, you're spending a lot of money. They're high ticket items. Could be a lot of time you're investing in in creating a piece. It's a meaningful experience. So. Yeah, even though it's a slower growth doing it this way, it's something that feels more fulfilling and it's it's been working, so. Good, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, it, it, when you mentioned the, the components that work for you in growing your business, it reminds, me of, it reminds me of real estate. Well, the podcast as well, it's really, the fact is, man, I mean, if you wanna grow a business in today's day and age, having high profile people that support your brand is gonna be the fastest way to growth. Right in the pod with the podcast, if, I, if all of my guests are people that nobody knows, it's virtually impossible to grow it. Even with people who have names, it's it can be challenging. But uh, with real estate as well, if 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 I start having Rick Ross, Eminem, uh, Fifty Cent, you know Leonardo DiCaprio, if I'm getting even even C list celebrities, but especially if I start to get big name celebrities buying and selling houses with me. People are going to be like, yo, did you hear Rafi's, Rafi helped Rick Ross buy his house, blah, blah, blah. Right. People are going to want to work with you simply because you have this celebrity celebrity kind of name attached to it. And it sounds silly, but people subconsciously think if those kinds of people want to work with this guy, he must be doing something right, right? He, there, there's a reason they chose him when they could have chosen anyone else. And people want to be associated with that, like, dude, I'm working with a celebrity realtor. I'm working with a blah, blah, blah. So regardless of the industry you're in, whether you're a celebrity dentist, a celebrity plastic surgeon, a celebrity attorney, there is a prestige to that, and people want to be associated with that prestige. And so I think in any industry you're in, that's it's going to benefit you. Yeah, it's. <clears throat> I was just talking about, some, about this with somebody. It's interesting because you can have a client base that's completely disconnected from that world. Like even for us, for instance, I mean, you're in Miami, do real estate, it's different, but you know, in ju jewelry industry, in New York, you know, it's a lot of people in our community and stuff like that. They don't, they may not necessarily have like an interest or see themselves connected to, to the pop culture and things like that. But there is still something psychologically where they see you as the person that kind of like, if they're associated with you, they kind of like, like you said, are associated with that as well. And it's just, like you said, it's a certain level of prestige where even if it's not something you think about daily, when you see it, you want to kind of be involved in that circle and, and, and you want to see yourself as being associated on, on the same level. So definitely helps. And, it, you know, it definitely says a lot about the brand when we're, when we're able to do it. And I'm sure for you as well, you know, if you could sell a house to Rick Ross, who else is out there? DJ Khaled. I mean, everyone's in Miami. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So yeah. I'm sure you're working with these guys and, you know, it'll elevate the brand. Definitely. Yeah, man. And I know that over the course of time, like I haven't had the opportunity to, to work with any celebrities yet on the real estate side, but I know that if I stay at the podcast game and real estate game together long enough, if I keep, if people know that I do both of those things, it's only a matter of time until somebody at some point will be of a certain you know what i mean yeah whether it's a movie star or an athlete someone at some point because if i have enough high profile guests 
one of them is either going to buy, sell, rent, invest, or one of their friends or family members or someone in their circle, it's bound to happen if I make, you know, a thousand episodes. I'd be really shocked if that doesn't happen at some point. And I've already, I've already gotten there. I just haven't actually closed the transaction yet with with someone, but I've already. I've already been in touch with some pretty well-known people who've been interested in real estate. So, it's a little choppy. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I, you hear me? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I mean that's. Yeah, exactly. And I think with real estate too, you know, you come off as a trustworthy guy. Obviously it's, you want a property, you want to put a nice location, whatever your needs are. But even though there can be a million realtors out there in Miami, it's, they still want to work with somebody that is relatable, genuine, you know, and you come off that way. So it's like you said, it's literally a matter of time until you get discovered by one of these, you know, big public figures with a, with a cool network and, just explodes yeah and that's what's so beautiful dude it's like you get you get a guy like diddy for your jewelry he'll send 30 there these people also i think some of them want to help but it's also a sign of power for them to be able to give you that kind of business right so some people will say wait a minute he did a great job for me let me send him 50 people just to flex you know and that helps you you know what i mean they're like you know what i'm gonna send every fucking person i know to this person right and and that's why we see that even from our own client base you know guys who are hustlers it's it is a flex in a way and it's that that is how you show your value you know in any in not every relationship you know you have tremendous value but it's definitely yeah it, it shows obviously an appreciation but also as the, the old saying is your your network is your net worth so definitely something as an entrepreneur you always could be proud of it and yeah like you said the flex and just be like here's 30 customers like that <laughs> i mean it's like what else can you do you know it just it says it all so i mean if someone brings me even even two i mean it, it can be any one yeah. but if someone brings me 30 buyers or sellers you know I will go above and beyond for that person day in and day out. I mean, if even if they didn't bring me those people, I would do it. But all the more so, if some famous guy goes, oh, hey, here's 30 of my friends, I'm sure at some point they'll want to buy or sell. And over the course of several years, I help each and every one of those people out. That person's my dog. Like, I, <laughs> like what do you yeah. need, dude? I'm here for you. you. Let me Let me help you. What can I do for you, you know? Yeah, and you know what it is also? It's not even... For a lot of these guys are just for people who have networks like that and have like trust from people it's not even hard for them to do it but they do value it and they actually genuinely want to refer like their word their referrals mean a lot to them mm -hmm. for their own reputation so mm -hmm. they own they can just in two seconds send a mass text like here's the new jeweler here's the new realtor right. just go to him you have he has my blessing but it still takes time to actually earn that from them obviously so it's interesting how quickly they can do it, but also it's it's still so valuable to them, you know, sending your network. Yeah, because if you also fuck that up for all their friends, I mean, they yeah. trust, they gave you a big, they're like, hey, buddy, I'm giving you a huge arm here. 
don't fuck it up. Like if I'm giving you, exactly. I'm giving you 30 friends of mine, <laughs> don't let me down, you know? And you, so you have a huge responsibility and you should do that regardless of whether they're famous or not. I want people who are listening to this to be very clear. I'm not just giving my, you know, my best service to someone who's famous, but calling a spade a spade, someone who's famous is like, you want to be extra careful. Um, and you should be, you know, you either understand what I'm saying or you don't. It's very right. simple. Well, yeah, I'm and not like going to over-explain. I'm not going to over-explain myself. Exactly. Yeah. And by famous also, you know, just someone who has a, you know, could be one of our friends that you just know has a big network. Right. Same thing. You know, it's like if you know that you, everyone deserves top-notch service, like you said, but obviously it says something when you, when you have a business that's both of ours, that's like majorly based on referrals mm -hmm. to, to really perform and, and, especially with people like that who could send you a lot of customers. Yeah, like I'll give you a very simple example. My barber is amazing, right? Shout out to Manny. He's uh, he's at a barbershop called Tonsorial Barbershop in Aventura. Get your cuts right. from him. Bada bing, bada boom. See, I'm doing it right now. Every time mm -hmm. I go to a haircut, I, every time I go get a haircut by him, I always put him on Instagram. It's good to know, um, actually, for, you know, even myself when I'm out there, I'm always looking for someone good. So uh, He does a great job, dude. It's know. a really cool shop. It's like a gentlemanly shop. They, they give nice. you booze if you want. You can... You just chill. It's a great vibe there. Um, so I know that if I go to him, he always kicks ass. He gives a great cut. But I wouldn't be surprised if, if a celebrity, if Leonardo DiCaprio walks in, he's going to take really, really long time to make sure that haircut's as good as possible. I don't blame him for that, right? Because yeah. Leonardo is probably going to tip him $200. Maybe he won't. But, like, you know, it's Leonardo DiCaprio. He... He's not. He's not going to mess up my haircut. He'll. Do, he always does a great job, but I can't expect him to spend every you know millisecond making sure that every snip is perfect. Because listen, he's used to it. I, I come to him every time. Some A list guy comes in. He's like, "All right, shit. I better be on my A plus plus game with this guy." So it's, it's it's an understandable thing. I wouldn't blame him for that. It's human nature. Um, I think everyone understands but, that. In general. But, you know, it's also, yeah, I think people get that. What's also great, though, is at this point, I'm any famous guy, really anybody, but especially any celebrity that I know, if they if they ask me for a great barber in the area, I'm going to send them to him. Yeah. You know? And like, that's the best thing. And like, he knows that too. So I'm going to make sure he listens to this. I'm going to make sure he listens to this. I'm going to, I'm totally taking credit for this. Anyway. Yeah, man. So it's a super valuable thing. And I think a lot of people don't are either afraid of getting in touch with some of these high profile people. I think they over pedestalize them and they don't realize that they're just they're just people like we are. And another thing is that they don't necessarily think that they're capable of acquiring that sort of network because they think to themselves, well, I'm not I'm not where I want to be yet. You know, I'm not famous myself. I haven't built my business up to a point where these people are willing to work with me. I think you also have to prove your value. So, you know, say I had, we'll keep using Rick Ross as an example. Say Rick Ross was like, hey, uh, I, I, I got a budget of $20 million. I'm not going to overdo his accent. Yeah. I got a, I got a, you know, but I'm looking to spend $20 million on a waterfront property in Miami Beach. Help me find it. I'm not going to be like, hey, you know, I haven't really done that price plan before. Uh, I don't know. Maybe you should use someone else. Let's do it. Whatever I don't know, I'm going to talk to agents that that do know do know those price points. And I have, thank God, at this point, many many agents that I know do those do those kinds of price points. So be it. Like I'm I'm good. I got this. 
If there's anything I don't know, I have people that know. And worst case scenario, I'll bring another agent on board to make sure that everything's smooth. But there's absolutely no reason why I can't lock in a $20 million property for a client. If you want to buy a $20 million property, call me. Got you. I'll take care of you. Yeah, I've you never, make it happen. And I, and I haven't done a $20 million property yet. And I'm saying that knowing that I can still get the job done gladly, easily, and happily. Uh, right. Yeah. It, yeah, it, you just reminded me because similar situation where we just finished a piece. I, I've been posting about it a little bit. It was a an emerald cut diamond eternity, like eternity band. Each stone in the ring was a carat plus, like certified stone. Retail is about 80K, 75, 80K just for the ring. It, it was a it's a beautiful piece, but it's insane. Yeah. When you see it, it, every single stone is one carat and up. You know that was something we don't definitely don't get a lot but and it, when you first hear that's the request you're like wow that's a crazy ring but at the end of the day you you've done jobs either you know even if they're on a smaller scale you you know the steps you know what you have to do so it's like you said just about having confidence that you could figure it out make sure it comes out perfect you know it's high um it's uh, it's could be a higher pressure, but it's you know it, it says a lot, and that's the type of thing that when you, you start to realize you're taking your brand to the next level when you get bigger projects like that also. So, well, pressure creates yeah, diamonds. Is it that that could that saying couldn't have fit exactly. more perfectly? Couldn't have fit yeah. more perfectly yeah. in this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And in high stakes situations, you know, you're gonna get those calls. I'm sure you're gonna kill it. You know. Oh, dude, I'll go into it. Everything I got. I mean. I yeah. love this shit. I'm built for it. If someone wants a $20 million house. Let's do it. I, I would love to show up to that house, show them the property, meet the listing agent. Um, God willing, I'll be listing those properties soon. And I, again, I mean, my brokers are kick-ass brokers. They do deals like that. They, they're, they are more than, more than uh, knowledgeable on things like that. And pretty much in, in every major city here, I know a realtor who kicks ass with, with these price points. So, it's very, you know, anything that I need to know, I give them a ring and say, hey, you know, what's the story here? Do you have anything off market? Do, do you have any listings for it? It's you, really not that complicated. Do you do mostly, do you do homes or like all residential or do you do commercial? Residential. I, 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 what I really want to do primarily is resident, luxury residential real estate. Um, I'm, I'll do commercial as well, but I want to do what I enjoy. So this way I, I'm, more willing to immerse myself in it you know so yeah. like i i want to invest in commercial property but i don't necessarily enjoy the components of it as much like yeah the money of course but i like the everyday of looking at beautiful homes like walking into yeah, a beautiful massive house is a lot more enticing to me than walking into some warehouse and you know 100 percent. that's just me yeah yeah. And no, you, I, yeah sorry no i was gonna say you get to meet you get to meet you know, interesting people that way on a personal, yeah. personal level. Yeah. You're much more likely to meet these big profile people in, within luxury residential real estate, as opposed to, you know, dealing with warehouses and things like that. And the thing is meeting those high profile clients in residential will bring you the opportunity to work with them in commercial, you know, because they have money. So say you help them buy or sell a big property. They'll say, you know what? I just made X amount of money on that sale. I'm interested in buying some warehouses. Boom, now you have a double right. deal, double, triple, quadruple, whatever it is. 
So all these possibilities are endless. I, I love the referral aspect of this business. That's what I was missing previously before I did real estate was I, I didn't have that referral uh, referral uh, component to my business. And it's like, truthfully, I mean, most businesses do work on referrals when you look at it, when you really think about it. Right. But the kind of business I was in did not. Like loans, the, yeah, it's not a referral-based business. It's like the, yeah, it's, it's the opposite. I mean, it's people, the opposite. It's, it's like in theory you want referrals, but then it's like referral and then steal your deal type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> you want referrals on what, dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So, uh, you, it you, seems like it could be fun. I mean, do you you service mostly Miami or Aventura? Like, what areas do you just do? Yeah, all so so I typically do anywhere from from Brickle all the way up to. You know, North Broward. I'll even touch Boca. What if a deal is a little bit further than I'd like it to be? So, say if a deal is really more than an hour's drive, and I'm working with a buyer, I'm probably going to refer it out only because I want the buyer to get the proper service, and I don't want the buyer to be held up. We're like, oh, I can't make it today. I have this and that because it's an hour each way. So right. it really depends on what what's going on. You know, if it's a higher price deal, I'm obviously going to put priority on it. And if it's, and people might not like to hear that, but I'm just an honest person. I'm not a liar. Like, oh, oh you'll give the same amount of time of a 200K property than a $50 million. Yeah, okay. You're full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, sorry. Um, people want honest nowadays more I'm than ever. Sorry? People want the transparency nowadays more than ever, you know? Yeah, it's just like, stop bullshitting people, dude. If, you, if you're making a $500,000 commission versus like a $6,000 commission, you're going to put the same amount of time on your 200K problem. It's just horseshit. It really is. Um, it's not to say I will not put a tremendous amount of my time, but it's like if the buyer of a $20 million house wants to meet at 1 o'clock and my you know, $110,000 buyer wants to meet at 1 o'clock, I mean... It is what it is. I would even probably tell the buyer for the 120k property that I'm about to meet the 20 million dollar buyer. And if he's a, if he or she is a decent person, I'd be like, yo, like, who, who am I to stop you? That's what I would say if I was working with a realtor. You know, the realtor yeah. was, I'd be like, yo, go get it, man. Like, we'll meet it too. No worries, you know. Yeah, that's the that's the luck. I mean, it's a benefit, a luxury. Obviously, as you grow, it gets harder. But when you have a client base that you build personal relationships with it's not that mm -hmm. you necessarily need to like involve them and or make excuses and this and that but mm -hmm. they also want you to do well not just because yeah. we talked about the branding and and working with celebrities but just because they genuinely like seeing you grow they want to contribute to that you did well by mm -hmm. them mm -hmm. i think most people yeah i mean if especially if you're a business person you know i understand that 100 percent yeah, I don't. I don't mean to. Say, I know it that maybe doesn't come off the sweetest way possible. It's just I, I'm yeah, being completely transparent. You know, like again, I wouldn't. I would be very understanding if it was the other way around on my end. Exactly. Um, and maybe that's why I say it like this because I'm just. I would. I would hear the logic in it. Yeah, I would hear the logic in it and be like, "Dude, go kill it!" Like, I'll, I'll see you later. It's not not a big deal. Um, yeah, man. So, yeah. are there any other things you wanted to wanted to cover? I know we haven't done like a really long episode this time, but yeah. yeah. No, I mean, it's cool. I mean, it's always cool to touch base. I know, obviously, I wanted to be out there to do it. We could do one in person at some point, sure. maybe in episode three, it, you know, spice things up a little bit. But um, no, nah, I mean, it's it's we're growing. Thankfully, it's cool to share some of our new projects. You know, like I said, 
I'm not necessarily always out there on social media myself making videos and we're trying to start doing some more behind the scenes stuff, but these podcasts are great. And it's honestly crazy how it's like the number one form of media. I'm sure now in terms of what people consume Mm -hmm. um, for entertainment. And it's, it's cool to be on here and just, you know, share some updates with you, see how you guys are doing. So. Yeah, dude, for sure. And God willing, when I have, when I build out like a real, real studio, because that's going to be, that's, that's my plan for the near future to have like a really, really cool uh, studio. Um, and you bring some pieces and we can advertise them um, yeah. like on the, on the, in the studio itself. But yeah, I really want to build out something really cool. So I don't want to talk too much before it happens, but um, I, I yeah, want to yeah. put, I want to put some serious money into a real legitimate studio, hire the right, you know, marketing teams and, and do something really cool. So once that's done, you'll come by. We'll, we'll have some drinks. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll grab food also. But that'll it'll be a totally different game than just doing it over the, you know, over the computer like this. Hundred percent. I'll show you some nice jewels. Maybe you know, we'll break it down, do some retail pricing on it for the audience. Um, but it's entertaining and definitely keep me posted. For sure. Yeah, dude. Uh, God willing, I'll, I'll definitely. I saw. I loved some of your Israeli pieces, like some of your your Jewish yeah. pieces as well. So, like, like you know the the custom, yeah, custom the, the land, yeah, but like the custom jewelry, but like you have the the land, the the land of Israel piece, right? The map that was really cool. Yeah, the yeah. map or some like uh, nice Magin David because like I have a I like mine. So this is this is gold. I forget. It's a small piece. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's cool. nice though. It's nice. It's got a nice. See it? Yeah. It's like a nice rounded. Um, it, it kind of like intertwine. They intertwine into each yeah. other. It's cool, but. I would want a larger pendant and maybe even a larger necklace. Not longer. I love the length. It goes like right down to my chest. But um, yeah, it's cool. Nice. It's, cool. it's my Miami vibes are longer chains. You know, you're on the beach or walking around tank tops, stuff like that. It's it's a cool look. So, yeah, I mean, it's cool to have a shorter chain because you can see the pendant in the right. shirt. But I prefer I prefer chains that are a little longer. Yeah. I could get a little shorter than this because it's like in the middle of the well. It depends what you're wearing with it. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah. No, it's good. I can. I maybe go a little bit shorter than this, but this is a good length. It works. Nice. It works. Yes, sir. Looks so, good. all right. Yeah, we'll say. definitely be in touch. Definitely, let me know. Absolutely. All right, ladies and gents, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Soothing Semantics. Subscribe, like, share, smash the like button, leave your comments. Make sure to check out Arie Rafoon's. Wonderful, wonderful custom jewelry business at REA and Co. You can find it on the gram. If you uh, have any issue for whatever reason reaching out to him, whether you don't have an Instagram or you don't go on, you have a kosher phone, whatever the reason is, get in touch with me and I will get I will get the both of you in contact. Um, and again, for your real estate needs, Rafi the Realtor, my contact info is all there. Tune into my weekly emails and tune in to all of my podcasts at Tuesday at 8 a.m. I look forward to seeing you all. Take care. Peace. Sir, thank you.